Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome, this is Gemma. I'm really thrilled to be here. This is like a take two this morning. I started and I was off and I just thought I could jump right in rather than take care of myself, you know? And taking care of myself was was just getting a little bit slower start, going and getting my shake, making Ursula her shake, and just enjoying the process. And I can actually feel too that there's just this, um, I feel a little bit out of my body, numb-ish, like, uh, it's a, it's, it's strange and like everything's in slow motion. And I think that's in part because everything has been so fast and now it's almost like my body's just said, well, heck with it. We're slowing you down no matter what. It's time to, to just be still. And that's what I'm feeling. It's just this invitation to take it easy. So today is going to be about taking it easy. Even though I have classes to teach, I can still take it easy. I can choose another energy to do my, my day in rather than this go, go, go energy. And, uh, and both, there's nothing wrong with either one. It's just honoring it, honoring the energy and the frequency that you're at, honoring it and just being present with it. Because really being present, it's funny, the other day, Bella was like, Mommy, sometimes things go really fast, and sometimes they go slow. And and I said, well, the more present we are, the slower things are. You know, they slow down for us. And um, what is, okay, so time, we're talking about time, not actually things slowing down, but time slowing down. And so it seems like, thing, you know, you have more time. And lately, it doesn't seem to matter. Like, I am doing things in two different frequencies. I don't know. Like, so, two totally different frequencies. And one, what is it? Energies, maybe. So, I was describing how I have this fast energy. Go, go, go. And then I have this today, which is like slow motion, underwater feeling. It's very soothing though. And um, everything's just coming slower. But both of these, I still feel like time is very extended. I don't know how to explain that. Like I have, I have all the time I need. That's what I'm saying. So you would think if I was going slow motion that um, I might lose time in that way also. Um, and also just going in my other inspired action speedy way. Uh, but it, both of them seem to allow me plenty of time. I keep looking at the clock and it's not as late as I think it is. And it's like, okay, well, I don't keep looking, but when I do look, I'm like, wow, I'm surprised it's not later than that. So there's plenty of time available. So there is plenty of time available for you also. It's just being present in this now moment, slowing yourself down enough so that it's 
your mind will race out of the now moment. It's a mind thing, not so much um, a physical thing. So it's staying present in the now. And in the now, we can move quickly, you know, and there's nothing, there's, it's like, what is your inspired action? What is your energy? What is the frequency? All of those combine and make this now whatever it is. And so for me, I'm having this wonderful feeling of love energy and even to the point of having like little revelations and I'm having this love frequency and I'm having a lower energy. Like I feel like slow motion is the movement of today. So that's the energy. So we have the frequency. Yeah. And my speed is definitely slow and I can do this and stay present in the now. It's all very interesting. And as I'm being more conscious of, of just honoring the speed and not forcing anything, I can feel that I'm more comfortable in my body. You know, like if I think I have to go faster, then my body gets uncomfortable and the little tiny bit of poison ivy I have gets itchier. So it's all about just staying right here, right now. This is... um. Yay. This is what I say, yay. You know, there's a lot of wonderful, absolutely cool, fun things that I'm doing and want to do. And now I am present. Now I'm honoring that, oh, what's going to happen today? What fun thing will happen today? And this is what you can do too. Just ask yourself, like, what fun or what, you know, whatever you're looking for. You know, what synchronicity will come today? What opportunity will come today? What new person or what um, experience will come your way? This is really delightful. And I have like a friend visiting, my friend David, and he is very fun. And he loves to explore and do fun new things. And I, I think that's amazing. And I've had resistance to that in the past where it's felt like, nope, I got to do what I have to do. I've got to stay the course. I can't step out of bounds. But um, it's so like, this, you know, I think men in general do a better job at remembering how to play and how to be a child. And women um, feel this like need to take responsibility and, and you know, keep things running smoothly. And there's, I mean, it. I'm generalizing here, obviously. There are some men who feel that way and there are some women who stay playful and know how to connect it to their inner child. So it's really great when we find someone around us who does know how to connect to an inner child, their inner child, when we don't, because we can, we can then have that example to try it on ourselves, to be that, to integrate it into our own experience because that is part of the balance. This playful, fun, do anything kind of energy is part of the, it's part of the experience. And it, it, it brings the balance back into our beingness. So that's a very awesome thing to integrate. And we've, a lot of us have forgotten how we've gotten like to the point of wanting just to be comfortable at the, at the expense of expanding basically at the expense of expanding because this uh, con- 
comfort is all that you know. It's everything that's already in the box. So there is, in comfort, there is no expansion. It's not comfortable to expand. Expanding is, it could be exciting. It could be, um, oh, like anticipatory. It can be, it can be actually painful. Um, you know, when a woman expands to have a baby, she could consider that pain. Or it's just, I don't know, I just love it. I love that feeling of being on the edge of something and my muscles quivering, not knowing what to expect, but being prepared. And that's what expansion, it's like this constant like balancing on a board. You know, one of those old boards when we were kids, they had at schools to walk on. It kind of feels like that, not knowing what to expect and just going forward anyway, going forward anyway. My body is so much more alive. Every cell of my body is on full alert when I'm in an expansion mode because it's just like attention, you know, all hands on deck kind of thing. We don't know what to expect. We don't know who's going to be needed. But in comfort, we know like, no, you know, oh, I know I just need this muscle or this. You know, I've done this a million times. Everyone else can just take a break, go take a rest. And this happens so much that there's parts of your body that become completely unused, completely flaccid in like energy and attention. Muscle Muscles become just weak, weakened. And you might have a few that are strong. So it appears you're strong. But the reality is, it's not balanced. You know, there's not this energetic balance of aliveness. That comes from, that comes from exploring and being new and being a child. Children have balance. They're, they're, I mean, I don't know about today with all the technology, but in the past, children exploring in nature and growing and thriving, there was a balance in their bodies. They were grounded from being outdoors in nature all the time. And they were stretching their minds. And there was not a single cell in their body that wasn't at full alert for whatever was to come next. But somehow we've dumbed that down. And isn't it exciting to think that we can now bring that back to life? That we can um, activate those tired cells? And I think that's why I'm sleeping so well because my body is so fully activated and I'm having these great night sleeps. Uh, let me have a little bit of my shake. I made a shake so that I could come fully prepared. Mm. It's really good. Mm-hmm. So if you are feeling like you're in the same grind every day, today might be a good day to say, what could I do different? And I would ask the question. I wouldn't think it because thinking is coming from the mind and it's not inspired action. And I've always resisted everything I've thought up. There's a resistance to it, but we have this possibility that's there of communicating with our higher selves and it's up to us to initiate that relationship. And I've talked about this many times. We can feel our answers. We can listen for our answers. We can know our answers. And so um, 
just close your eyes and ask the question, what would be exciting to do today? What exciting thing could happen today? And if it seems like wild, right? Then just say, what's my first step I can take to to make this happen? What's the first step for me today? I love the synchronicity that comes from just taking those first steps. You know, the GPS has taught me I don't need to know every step to come to make the journey. I can just know the next turn. Now, part of me says, well, that there's that's not right. <laughs> that isn't right. We should have we should have a, an overview, a big picture, da, da, da. and we definitely can have that, but how does that help us in taking that first step? It doesn't. Just the next direction. And I fully trust the adventure, one I am co-creating with my higher self, to just take the next step, to just take the next step. See, what we undermine is the fact that we already were part of the big picture. We already were part of the overview. We sent out the request for what we wanted. And so we technically, when we get to the end, right, it will be home for us. It will be like, yes, I knew this. You know, like there'll be a familiarity when we get there, a knowing. It will be a a frequency match, a very much home frequency match. And how beautiful is that? And in the meantime... In the meantime, we only have these little things to do, so it's not overwhelming. And I think that's exciting. I'm so excited about the next little tiny movements that in the old times, like years ago, I would be dreading my um, the work ahead of me on the island. And now I don't dread it. I just take it one little bit at a time. And I can tell each time, sometimes in some areas, I don't see much of a difference, but then I see in another area, I can definitely tell I made a difference. But what I do know is that when we take these little steps again and again and again, before you know it, that massive goal is complete. And where I would not think I alone, me, one person could make, could clear a whole property, I'm now finding out that's a very untrue. Like it's quite the opposite. My one person can clear a whole property. And when we think about what ants can do, a colony of ants, and a colony of ants, like, let's just say a medium-sized colony or a small colony, is like the size of me or smaller. Very, you know, they're, and they can do magic. So it's just persistence and, and just diligence of following through with the inspired action. And that is what I continue to do. Even to the point where my last visit to the island, the weather was bad. The next day it was raining and blustery. It was such a Winnie the Pooh blustery day. And I thought, it's okay if I don't work on Carmen's yard, you know, because I, I'm i not going to push myself to be in weather that would give me a cold or, you know, ear infection or something. I mean, because I could kind of feel like the wind and the cold. And so I stayed indoors and I painted but there was a part of me that was just like, it's all good. It's all good. If I don't work on it till next time, that's okay. But I just love to make a little difference each time. I mean, I mean, that's what it is. I love to make a little difference each time. It's fun. And if what you're doing isn't fun, then don't do it because it's not inspired action then. So I, um, now I won't, I, I will say it's work and I have to be careful and I have to be prepared, you know, dress properly, all that good stuff. 
but the next day was perfect weather. And so in the morning, I forget what I did in the morning. Oh, I worked on cleaning my house, you know, because it was still a little chilly. And so my guests left. And so I started the cleaning process. And then while the wash was washing and the house was at a good place and Bella had been off playing with her friends for the whole morning, the whole afternoon, then I went and grabbed her. It was about one o'clock. I went and grabbed her and took her. And um, no, it was almost two. And we went and we worked together and it was just fun. It was just fun. And she was so excited seeing how much progress we were making too. And she was shocked at how much fit on the trailer. But these are the kind of things. It's just like, you just do that little bit. And then we took it a little further. And that's what I like, a stretch. So we did this one little corner bush. I mean, it wasn't a corner. It was like this one area where there was this brambles and I don't know, wild jungle thingy covering two windows of the house. So we removed that. We left an azalea that had been there, an ancient azalea. And then we went around the back and some of these little trees, because I hadn't been bringing my trimming tools, they're like an inch maybe trunk and they're tall. I, I just chopped them. You know, we just went through the backyard and cleared and I noticed my grass was growing. That was so exciting. And we just trimmed the trunks on uh, these little sapling things that had been growing that I couldn't mow. And then I went a little further and we got it. So last time I had made this path that you could walk all the way around the house on. But this time I widened it by getting getting rid of these little trees and some extra brush and I widened it and now you can get the whole trailer and golf cart around the house. So that was massive and I didn't see it coming. And it was just so exciting to make that that little bit of change and have that happen. That was so super cool. So next time I go, because I did a stretch, the stretch was to cut down that extra stuff. We hauled some of it back to the golf cart and trailer, but I left some because I thought it's fine. The next time I come back, I will grab this stuff that I've cut down and it's no big deal. So those are the kind of things I'm talking about. It's just simple. Like I have this project I'm working on in my room. I'm giving you another example that isn't yard work, you know, because I thought for some of you, you might not be relating to the yard work. So I have this other project in my room. My friend David, he built me these frames to do uh, camp to stretch canvases on for painting. And very cool, like so super cool. And I've stretched three of them, but I think I still have two or three more to stretch. And so that's going to be another little minimum is to stretch those canvases. It's going to take me maybe a half hour or so. Um, and then after I get them all covered, I have to prime them all or, or gesso them. I think it's priming the canvas. So I have to prime all these canvases and I'll just find some old house paint to do that to saturate the canvas so it, you know it's not going to absorb my good paints and then they're going to be ready to do our work on very exciting i have some canvases that i worked on and i'm i it's so funny because i did these canvases that are so beautiful and they have all this different splatters and stuff and i don't know what kind of paint i used to do those it's interesting i'll have to look at them again um it's just this is where we're at is this just look around you and what calls to you I want you to start to feel from your heart what calls to you because that's what is you're going to lean into 
That's what you want to make happen. Um, and it's not even a making. You're just going to, you're going to dance. This is what it feels like dancing. I dance with my higher self when I engage in the inspired action. And it feels so amazing. So that's what I want to invite you to, is I want to invite you to the dance, dancing with your higher self, dancing with source energy in the universe, and creating. And remember, it's okay to be an ant. You know, it's okay to think that your actions are so small, they're insignificant. It's totally okay. Because what's going to happen is as you continue to follow these inspired actions, you're going to see massive change. Because one aspect of following your inspired action is that that very thing is loving yourself. And maybe I should have kept that a secret so you didn't know, so you didn't have resistance because maybe some of you have resistance to loving yourself. But it's just the byproduct is loving yourself. And if you're loving yourself, you're raising your frequency. And if you're raising your frequency, you are shifting the world around you. And that's what we started talking about this ability to shift the world around us. So engage in action that is only aligned with your higher self, only in co-creative process with your higher self, even if it's a nap, even if it's reading a book, even if it's jogging, even if it's quitting your job, even if it's staying at your job and going deeper with it, even if it's getting rid of your wardrobe, even if it's vacuuming and cleaning out a cupboard or a closet. Honor all of these inspired actions because they are serving you. When I'm inspired to clean out a cupboard, I I just do it because I know that that cupboard is a lower frequency than where I'm at or I wouldn't be inspired to clean it. The things you're inspired to do are to up-level the things that are at a lower frequency or at the lowest frequency that you are so that life continues to expand. Oh, it's so cool. I just love it. And I know I went over, but I just love it. And I had to say those things because they're awesome. And I got to tell you, I'm having this hushed feeling too. So I don't know if I'm more quiet or if it's just my ears are plugged or if it's just a different whatever, but I'm feeling that. So have a wonderful day and enjoy the rest of it. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.